The Island Digest is a sampling of the stories in this week's Journal of the San Juans, Islands Sounder, and Islands Weekly, which are on newsstands now. The March 8th edition is brought to you by Orcus Center. I'm Caleb Summers. Headlines from the week of March 8, 2023. Get dirty and donate at Orkila's Rogue Obstacle Adventure Race. Knowledge Bowl raises funds while having fun. Lopez Island School Campus receives new island marble butterfly habitat. Community lunches to start at San Juan County Senior Centers. Plus, choice excerpts from the Sheriff's Log. From the Island's Sounder, Get Dirty and Donate at Orkila's Rogue Obstacle Adventure Race by Colleen Smith-Summers. Come roar at YMCA Camp Orkila. Families and individuals are invited to run through the woods, crawl under a cargo net, and dive into a mud pit, all in the name of fun. Orkila's Rogue Obstacle Adventure Race is on Saturday, April 15th from 1 to 5 p.m. There will be a few heats, with the first one-mile run starting at 1.30 p.m. For the first time in Roar history, attendees have a 5K race option as well. Throughout the afternoon, participants can enjoy other camp activities, games, and food. This annual spring event is also going to be the camp's fundraiser for 2023. Each year, with the help of volunteers, Orkila makes calls to the community seeking donations to help incredible local programs such as camper scholarships for Orkila Day Camp, Spanish and English language classes, OISD Kinders in the Woods, and a partnership with the Food Bank for storage and spontaneous souping. This year, we hope to bring our amazingly supportive community to camp to make their donation on the day of the race instead, explained Haley Cruz Winchell, Orkila's senior program director. Registration for ROAR, www.tinyurl.com slash ROAR Orkila 2023 is $10 and includes a t-shirt. All ages can compete, but those under seven must be accompanied by an adult. You do not have to participate in the race to be a part of the day's festivities. For more than 100 years, the camp has been educating, inspiring, and challenging thousands of children at its 280-acre waterfront facility. Annually, more than 10,000 people participate in outdoor education experiences, overnight summer camps, families' weekends, and day camps. Orkila's current fundraising goal is $25,000, and it will all go towards Orcas Island programming. Community donations ensure that all people, regardless of finances, can experience the wonder of the property. Camp is where I've met a lot of friends. Every day we do fun things and I don't have to be sitting at home, said an Orkila day camper. A parent added, I receive scholarship support for my kids to be able to attend camp, which is exactly why I donate a little when I can. I see the value and know a little bit counts. The organization also partners with the public school to bring kindergartners out for Wednesday in the Woods. 
The Funhouse and Resource Centers for an Inter-Island Bilingual Latinx Mentor Group and weekly English and Spanish language classes, and the Food Bank to provide storage and use of its kitchen to make soup. To donate prior to April 15th, visit www.seattleymca.org slash give slash donate slash camp-outdoor-leadership-ymca. Whether you'd like to run or not, we'd love to see you on a race day to enjoy some food, fellowship, and make a donation to support our camp community, said Cruz Winchell. Upcoming offerings, day and overnight camp registrations are open now. A Women's Wellness Weekend is planned for April 21st to 23rd. For more information, visit www.seattleymca.org slash programs slash camp and outdoor leadership slash camp orkaila. From the Journal of the San Juan Islands, Knowledge Bowl Raises Funds While Having Fun by Kelly Balcom Bartok. Fun was had and funds were raised during the San Juan Public School Foundation's 28th Annual Knowledge Bowl, held Wednesday, March 1st, at the San Juan Community Theater. The event opened with the Friday Harbor High School Jazz Band performing several numbers as people gathered. San Juan Island School District Superintendent Fred Woods made a brief presentation at the beginning, thanking and praising the Foundation for their efforts on behalf of the children and the schools. Then the fun began. Master of Ceremonies Mason Turnage brought enthusiasm and wit as he kicked off the Knowledge Bowl, entertaining the audience while keeping the contestants on their toes during the evening competition. Seven teams competed for the title of Knowledge Bowl Champions and the honor of taking home the coveted Goblet of Knowledge, also known as the Knowledge Bowl Cup. The teams included four local service groups, Lions Club, Kiwanis, Rotary, and Soroptimists, competing with three teams from the school system, grade 8, grades 9 and 10, and grades 11 and 12. While the students put on a tremendous display of their knowledge, in the end, the Friday Harbor Rotary team was the victor, squeaking by the Lions Club by two points. The competition was broken into two rounds of questions, followed by the Banner Bank's final question of the night. Raffles and prizes were provided by Roche Harbor Resort, San Juan Island Brewing Co., Gourmet's Gallery, Downriggers, Pebble, Bakery San Juan, Vic's Drive-In, Golden Triangle, Chin Chin, Oyster Tail, San Juan Golf and Country Club, and Mystical Mermaid. According to the San Juan Public Schools Foundation, the event raised $5,600 that directly helps support the needs of students and teachers in the school district. To see more photos, visit sanjuanjournal.com. From the Islands Weekly, Lopez Island School Campus receives new island marble butterfly habitat. The Lopez Island School District, in partnership with U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service, USFWS, and the San Juan Islands Conservation District, SJICD, recently added 5,000 square feet of protected habitat for the highly endangered island marble butterfly. 
The Habitat plot was created as part of the USFWS's Partners for Fish and Wildlife program, which works with public and private landowners to effectively achieve voluntary habitat restoration through financial and technical assistance for the benefit of threatened and endangered species and their habitats. Habitat plots are fenced to keep out deer and other unwanted intruders. They are planted with Brassica rapa, bright yellow flowering field mustard that is considered one of the few suitable host plants for the island marble. Blooming in the spring, these plants create a yellow landing pad visible from the air for butterflies in flight. Brassica rapa provides the necessary resources and environment to support the butterfly throughout its entire life cycle, providing nectar, suitable conditions for egg-laying, and opportunities for caterpillar maturation. The island marble was historically found throughout the San Juan and Gulf Islands. Thought to be extinct since 1908, the IMB was rediscovered on San Juan Island in 1998, after missing for nearly 90 years. A broad search for the butterfly by citizens and the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife turned up additional populations on Lopez Island, including a batch of Brassica rapa at the southern end of the school district campus near the new habitat plot. This population was last seen around 2010, when it is believed that the IMB was extirpated from Lopez altogether due to habitat loss. The butterfly was also known to occupy open habitat in the center of Lopez Island and the Tombolo connecting Fisherman's Bay Peninsula. At this point, an estimated 200 to 500 island marble individuals are thought to be in existence, all of them in or around the southern end of San Juan Island, making this one of the rarest butterflies in the world. Land and resource managers hope to be able to bring back the butterfly to Lopez Island within the next five to ten years. The new habitat plot at the southern portion of the school's campus is well situated relative to other habitat plots being hosted by willing private landowners across the island. In addition to the new LISD plot providing habitat for such a unique species, it presents the opportunity for rich learning opportunities for Lopez Island students and residents. Fourth grade teacher Lori Swanson currently teaches an experiential butterfly curriculum, some of which is specifically tailored to the island marble. It is very powerful for the students to have an area on campus that is designated and will forever be preserved as a habitat for our endangered island marble. It's thrilling that students have this incredible opportunity to experience firsthand efforts to protect an endangered species such as this, said Swanson. LISD Superintendent Ed Murray commented that, We are pleased that we have this opportunity to bring real-world conservation efforts to our campus as a means of both serving our students and the broader community. Our partnership with the USFWS and SJICD will provide unique experiences and opportunities for our students. To find out more about island marble butterfly conservation in the islands, or if you're interested in adding habitat to your land, please visit the SJICD website at www.sanjuanislandscd.org.
or contact the project manager, Walt Andrews, at walt at sjicd.org. To learn more about the USFWS's Partners for Fish and Wildlife program that provides financial and technical support for landowners currently adding island marble habitat, please visit www.fws.gov program partners fish and wildlife. In county news, community lunches to start at San Juan County Senior Centers. Submitted by Meals on Wheels. Senior community lunches are now available two days per week on Lopez, Orcas, and San Juan. The Meals on Wheels and More program is excited to announce that on-site senior community lunches are now available two days per week at the Lopez, Mullis, and Orcas Senior Centers. Everyone is welcome. Lopez Island Senior Community Lunch is offered at the Lopez Island Senior Center, www.woodmenhall.org, weekly on Tuesdays and Thursdays, except for holidays, from 11.30 a.m. to 12.30 p.m. Salad is available at 11.30 a.m., and the hot entree is served starting at noon. Orcas Island Senior Community Lunch is now offered at the Orcas Senior Center, www.orcasseniors.org, in East Sound, weekly on Mondays and Wednesdays, except for holidays. Salad is available at 11.30 a.m., and the hot entree is served starting at noon. San Juan Island Senior Community Lunch is offered at the Mullis Community Senior Center, www.mulliscenter.org, in Friday Harbor weekly on Mondays and Wednesdays, except for holidays, from noon to 1 p.m. All senior meals are available on a donation basis to people aged 60 and older. The suggested donation for those aged 60 and up is $5 per meal or whatever is affordable. No eligible person will be turned away due to the inability to donate. Others under age 60 who wish to participate in the on-site meal program pay $8.50 per meal. Monthly menus for the on-site meals and information about other activities happening at the senior centers are available on each center's website and in the island-specific monthly Senior Signal newsletters. To receive copies of your island's newsletter, inquire about the Meals on Wheels and more on-site lunches or home-delivered meal program, or to inquire about volunteering for the meal program, please contact a San Juan County Health and Community Services Senior Services Specialist. Lopez Island, Ronnie Becker-Wilkie, 360-468-2421, ronib at sanjuanco.com. Orcas Island, Jamie Mitchell, 360-376-7926, J-A-M-I-M, at sanjuanco.com. San Juan Island, Debbie Hogginson, 360-370-7526, D-E-B-B-I-E-H, at sanjuanco.com. About Meals on Wheels and more. Meals on Wheels and More is administered by the nonprofit Whatcom Council on Aging in partnership with San Juan County Health and Community Services and the three independent nonprofit senior centers on Lopez, Orcas, and San Juan Islands. The program is partially funded through federal grants, San Juan County funding, 
Nonprofit senior center in-kind contributions, utilities, fuel, kitchen equipment, etc., and by client meal donations. The program also relies heavily on private donations and fundraising. Visit www.whatcomcoa.org slash meals-on-wheels-and-more for more information. And now, a few choice excerpts from the San Juan County Sheriff's Log. On February 23rd, a Lopez deputy responded to a report of a submerged tugboat near the Lopez Ferry Terminal. The Coast Guard coordinated with a contractor to have the boat safely removed. Check out last week's edition for more information about this incident. A Lopez deputy responded to a suspicious call. A vehicle was seen repeatedly driving slowly past a residence. The driver was identified, and a report was taken. A deputy received a failure-to-redeem packet from a local tow company. The registered owner of a vehicle failed to claim the vehicle from impound. The registered owner was issued an infraction for littering abandoned vehicle. A report was taken. I guess that wasn't a very good long-term parking spot after all. On February 25th, a Lopez deputy responded to a report of an injured deer. Upon investigation, the deer was not injured. Rather, it was cold from a swim in Upright Channel. On February 27th, a deputy on San Juan Island was dispatched to a single-vehicle accident. It appears the driver of the vehicle missed a driveway while backing and ended up backing into a ditch and hitting a fence. On February 28th, a deputy on San Juan Island responded to the Peace Island Medical Center emergency room for a report of found drugs. An individual had left their jacket and marijuana in the hospital earlier in the day and did not return. The deputy submitted the marijuana into evidence for destruction. A report was completed. This concludes the March 7th edition of the Island Digest. The Island Digest is brought to you by Orcus Center. Orcus Center is your place for fun and intrigue this winter, with live concerts, performances, art openings, and more. To check out upcoming events and purchase tickets, visit www.orcuscenter.org. Thank you for listening to the Island Digest, a small sampling of what's in your local print newspapers this week. The Journal, Sounder, and Weekly rely upon advertising, subscriptions, and donations to support our mission of high-quality community journalism. To contribute, visit our websites or email publisher Colleen Smith-Summers at csmith at soundpublishing.com. Thanks again for tuning in this week, and come back next time for more local news from San Juan County, Washington. I'm Caleb Summers.